This podcast is a Kitty Wing production. Rockus Marcus. Rockus Marcus. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of My High School iPod, the show where every week we invite a guest on to play some of the music that they loved back in high school, and we listen to it, and we talk about it. Love. Love. <laughs> we did it. Our guest has so? no idea what it was. <laughs> uh, you know, it's fine. No, it's-, <laughs> uh, it's, it's okay. None of the listeners know either. Yeah, it's, it's just, probably true. <laughs> it's just a thing for us. I'll, st- I'll, I'll follow. I'm good. <laughs> um... My school iPod. My school iPod. My school. I like that. IPod. Is Remember? that is that the actual lyrics to that song? Yeah, that's where we got the idea for this podcast. <laughs> Do you remember when there was only like four viral videos? Yeah, and that that was was one. Yeah, those were the days. <laughs> there were so many now. Back then, it was like there was that one, uh, sneezing baby panda. There was a few, and you knew all of them. Now someone's like, "Have you seen that meme with the guy with the arms?" And I'm like, "I think so, but I don't know." I heard somebody on a podcast talking about how memes were the, like, the new way kids are digesting music because TikTok, they all do like the, yeah, they're like, that's where new music is being found. I have no idea what TikTok is. Me neither. It's, it's. Muhammad, you're the, you're the youthful, vibrant person in the group. So, I I mean, I haven't really checked it out. It's like Vine. Is it like Vine? The first few times I've heard about it. (laughs) You've done research. Yeah, I've Googled it because, like, I hang out. With all these younger uh, comedians and, the, and people. They're and, all and, over yeah, TikTok. And it's like, oh, TikTok. And I'm yeah. like, oh, so is it like Vine? I'm like, not exactly. Oh, is it like Snapchat? Well, it's a little different. I'm like, well, then what the <laughs> fuck is it? Here's, to me, it seems like a majority of it is lip syncing to existing content. Sometimes songs, but sometimes like jokes or movie scenes and stuff. Oh, yeah. Weird. Yeah, which I think that oh, started well, from like a different app and kind of carried over because it's just a big meme right now. But yeah, there's a lot of uh, people like in specific dances, like dance numbers on there that they all do. They all do the same thing. It's like Fortnite dances or no? Like it's more like you say this word and at that point you pretend to grab the thing off the shelf and then you say this word and then you pretend to like grab drink the drink. I don't know, but it's like a little, but they all do it. That's what's weird about it. I guess everybody tries to put a spin yeah. on it, but it's like a, it's like sharing. It's more like memes than it is like social media. Because the one I keep seeing on like Twitter, because I am on Twitter, uh, is like is, <laughs> is like people pouring out liquid in front of their mom, like onto the ground, yeah, and the mom totally. gets mad. But I had no idea music was a part of it because I'm always watching these videos when I'm either like putting my son to sleep or taking <laughs> a shit. <laughs> so like the volume's not on. So I had no idea that music was. <laughs> any aspect of this and i don't know if music's in all of them but it is it seems like it's mostly that where it's somebody does something or somehow like one thing gets taken off and then everybody on tiktok does that that thing. makes that, way more sense yeah then. Yeah. yeah so oh. it is in that way it's new you know it's different okay it's like memes it's like sharing memes you yeah. know everybody just puts a little twist on an existing meme I think we figured the internet out. We did it. There's like excited. some 23 year old listening that's like fucking ancient fucking idiots. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, we're gonna 
started my high school iPod TikTok account, and uh, we're going to get into this shit. Um, but first, uh, we got to do a podcast. Uh, I am your host, <laughs> Jay Howell. Still not completely sure what TikTok is. Uh, I am joined, as always, by my friend, my co-host, my producer, the Rizzoli to my aisles, the tick to my talk, Muhammad Joma. Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Great. I feel like... So we did a... a episode with just the two of us yes and i feel like week. warmed up yeah this is know? actually a bang bang this is our second episode uh right after that one so yeah cool. i do i feel warmed up too i feel loosened we should record two podcasts yeah. and We're one d- of them will be worse than the other yes. <laughs> like, yeah you guys seem like you've done this before yeah, yeah. a podcast yeah like literally <laughs> you're the first guest to ago. ever say that <laughs> like this is the first episode right we're like no <laughs> Although we have had like a full conversation with our guests without introducing them yet. So yeah. have we hosted okay. a podcast before? <laughs> Let's do that now. Okay. Our guest, I'm very excited uh, to have him on. And uh, I'm glad he jumped right in with the TikTok talk. TikTok. 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 He's an Atlanta comic. Uh, he's a super cool dude. Welcome to the show. Andrew Michael. Hey, how's it going, guys? Awesome. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. This, this is fun. Um, it we- will be. Eventually. I'm already having. Fun. I had fun doing. I was on the, uh, just doing the research. Yeah. Just, just like picking my songs. I had fun. Absolutely. How did you go down memory lane? Did you have a book of CDs still, or was it? Oh God, no! Just a lot of memories. <laughs> yeah. Um. Just like a lot of memories of shirts that don't fit. Anymore. Yeah. <laughs> just being like, oh yeah, yeah. I did used to weigh a hundred pounds less than I fucking do. <laughs> I uh, I have a few that I'll still wear. Um. That because I, I I've been this size for a while, um, and I won't think anything of it. Like I have a Further Seems Forever shirt with a karate guy on it. Yeah, and numerous times I'll get people to be like, "You do karate?" And I'm like, <laughs> "I don't remember that I'm wearing a shirt with a with a guy doing yeah. a kick on it." And I'm just like, "Do I look like a guy that does karate?" <laughs> or that I am. I guess I look tough. <laughs> I bow to them yeah, with yeah. honor. <laughs> I've talked about my 2002 Warp Tour shirt on this podcast before, but I have a 2002 Warp Tour t-shirt that I still wear, but I it's starting to like just disintegrate, so oh, yeah. I will like never wash it and I'm so careful about when and where I wear it. I can't fit into anything. Not that I'm like a heavy person, no. but and 100 pounds I I will say it's like probably 80 70 to 80 pounds lighter yeah. when I was in like F- when sure. I was when I was wearing tight women's jeans, <laughs> right, you know, right. like in, in <laughs> right. that era, and like all the I used to wear a small, a youth large or a small, yeah. and now I'm a large. So like most of those shirts I sold on eBay, oh, and yeah. people fucking paid. <laughs> like yeah. people would pay forty dollars for like a Thursday shirt that had like the caked armpits. Yeah, oh right. my god! And I'm like, oh wow, there's vintage people out yeah. there who want. Thursday shirt. Thursday is vintage now. I'll say That's where we are. <laughs> 15-year-old Muhammad did me a solid because he knew he bought a, a shirt too big. And now so, you can feel And it. now I wear it, yeah. Do you think it's disintegrating? <laughs> Do you think when it finally falls apart, you won't be able to hear uh, the vandals anymore? Yeah, it's just like I, play, I press play and I just... <laughs> it's I like hear a, nothing! It's like the bell in uh, the Polar Express. Yeah. <laughs> it is like, the magic's gone! <laughs> What's wrong? I can't hear any of it! It's like somehow the Warped Tour shirt's somehow held together by like slim, <laughs> like s- sweat that had Slim Jim in it from like... <laughs> I don't know if O2 was the year that... Sl- one year Slim Jim was the sponsor right, and right. they were just handing out free Slim Jim and it's like 
like, it's fucking hot yeah. and we're all dehydrated because <laughs> yeah. we didn't have money to buy anything and you're just going to give me just fucking old jerky. Meat. Yeah. And Yoohoo was a sponsor one year and it's like, oh, that just, was That was one of the years I was there because I remember there was a Yoohoo. fucking chocolate milk to oh hydrate me. There was a Yoohoo <laughs> chugging contest. I remember that now oh, and it was no. the grossest thing. My friend Taylor <laughs> got a free Yoohoo shirt because he took his shoe off and drank Yoohoo out right. of his shoe. Oh, <laughs> so because nasty. at that age, you would do anything for a for free, free t-shirt. <laughs> just didn't matter. You, yeah, fuck yeah, Yoohoo, this no. is cool. People are going to think I bought it at a thrift store. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, what a weird sponsor. Uh, yes. Are Yoohoo still around, Speaking by the way? of sponsors, our sponsor this week is Yoohoo. Yoo-hoo. Oh, yeah. Drink it out of a shoe. Mm. <laughs> Yoohoo. Brought to you by TikTok. <laughs> We're going to get that TikTok and YooHoo money. I used oh, to love on. the shit out of YooHoo in high school. See, I never liked it. It was uh, chocolate drink. Yeah, it, it was talk, like what it said milk, underneath yeah. it. Yeah, it wasn't thick enough to be milk. Yeah. No, it was, yeah, it was very watery, actually. The thought, <laughs> the thought of it now is grossing me out. Yeah. yeah. But I used to get them in like, glass bottles from the grocery or from the uh, gas station mm. instead of like, a soda. But yeah. I, I, don't, I don't see them anymore. I think Although they I, still have YooHoo. I, I don't, don't know where, but I had YooHoo. As in, in the past, yeah, at, like in my 30s, I've had a Yoohoo, and I don't know where, <laughs> and I don't know why, but I definitely had one. You just woke up in some strange place. <laughs> yeah, I probably did some weird-ass comedy show where they were like, hey, we can't pay you, but uh, we'll, we'll give you a case of Yoohoo. <laughs> Thanks for driving four hours. But uh, you got to drink it out of a shoe. Yeah, so. but you got to drink it out of a shoe. As is customary. And when you're done, burp and say, slap into a Slim Jim. <laughs> Um, so Andrew, we we met uh, a little while back. Uh, yeah, we probably were, like December or January. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think I we had like just started doing the show, and I remember kind of telling you the premise of it and everything. Um, and you were like, "That sounds like something I would like to do." And I stored it in my memory. I was like, "We're gonna have him on because he would be so good." But you, um, I, I was playing with a former guest and a friend of the show, Jeremy Ray. Um, and it was a rock and roll show. We were playing with a uh, reconciler, and I think somebody else. And you did stand up comedy to start the show, yeah. Which always blows my mind that like because you fucking killed. Like Thank people you. were really into it, and I always am amazed when because I've seen it go bad. Where oh, it, it mostly <laughs> is bad. <laughs> like when they asked me, I didn't want to like like I was stoked because like I love Jeremy, like he's a buddy, and like. Joseph is and Reconciler mm-hmm. they're fucking awesome and it was their album release so I like didn't want to say no but in the back of my head I was like this has always been a poor idea <laughs> like it's never good to do stand up and music but they did it right because I went up before any band played, mm, I believe. Because right. that's well, a lot of times they'll like start Mi- with a band and then put the comic up uh, yeah. and it's like you can't go from if you want to say something to your friend, you can because right. no one can hear you because the music's so loud. Too here's the thing that if you literally don't pay attention to, it's gonna be terrible. Yeah, for you. you can't like, oh, how was Andrew? I caught half of one joke. You can't, you know, you can listen to half of one song and be like, ah, I was into it, but the, it just doesn't work. Yeah. But that show was incredible. I had so much fun at that show. It was cool. It was it was like a, I felt like where were pe- you guys? Is that the, the Earl? Yeah, the Earl. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, I've I've seen. I remember hearing a story about like I think it was like the Sklar brothers were telling some story about they opened for Tenacious D, which is like a comedy band. Sure, mm-hmm. but like their their fans, I guess, are more of the like 
kind of metal persuasion. Yeah. And apparently they got like booed off stage because people didn't want to see stand-up comedy. They wanted Jack Black right. to sing funny stuff. Right. But right. like in a more like, you know, yeah. aggressive acoustic guitar. I can't imagine way. it would work in like at a big venue ever. Right? Yeah. Saw, like it seems crazy. Yeah. I saw um, Billy Wayne Davis, um, who's a comic out in LA, uh, and he opened for Sturgill. He was opening for Sturgill on the road. Uh, This was like right after the Sturgill's first album and Billy Wayne's super funny dude and Sturgill loves him. And so he brought him on the road, but, and he was doing, uh, it was at the tabernacle and he was doing great. And a lot of people were into it. But when there's that many people, it's like, it's like if even a fraction of those people are talking, right? It just, it's impossible to hear. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. The numbers are against you. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you can, it's just so tough. Cause like you can be doing so well, but still be like, what? Like, I don't know. I yeah. you know. Who knows? <laughs> Do you guys like that joke? Yeah. Did it's you like, get it's it? like playing. It's just like, it's like playing a, a big show like musically. And then like your monitor, not working at all. Mm-hmm. It's like, you just can't hear, like you don't, you're like, I, I it should sound good, but I don't. I can't tell. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so let's let's uh, let's tell the people at home who uh, might not be too familiar with you. What was what was high school Andrew doing? What like where where were you? What kind of kid were yeah. you? Yeah. So this is uh, two two uh, freshman year was two thousand fall of two thousand. Uh, li- Just like us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you guys are oh four graduates. Mm-hmm. All right, fuck yeah. Oh, I grew yeah. up uh, in Alpharetta, Georgia. Um, I went to Milton High School. The, there's two Milton High Schools uh, now. Well, there's there's not two. There have been two. I went to the really old one that they knocked down. Because uh, I say I went to Milton and some young people are like, ooh, fancy. I'm like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> no. Um, but it was a fine school. But yeah, I was like, sh- I hadn't hit puberty yet. So like puberty hit me like halfway through freshman year so it's funny because they do like portraits at the beginning and end and like the beginning i'm like kind of short and a little chubby and have braces and a buzzed haircut and then like the at the end of the year it's like oh i'm like i like grew and got a little skinnier <laughs> yeah. like i had short hair and i was like oh like oh, that guy's kind of like he's he's cute he's a good looking dude and uh but like I, and i was uh i played guitar to guitar lessons, um, which I'm not like, like I'm a okay guitar. Like I'm pretty, I'm a great rhythm guitar player. There you go. But I never, like, I can't like, I can learn how to play a lead. But if you're like, hey, give us a lead on this. We're playing in the key of E. I'm just going to be like, I got to like Google a thing. And and it's because when I took guitar lessons, they'd be like, hey, what do you want to play? And I'd be like, well, teach me. Because it was before they had tabs online that you could just like Google right. how to play a song. So I'd be like, well, teach me how to play this Blink-182 song. Mm-hmm. Teach me how to play uh, this Sister Hazel track. Because I was like, because <laughs> like in middle school, I was listening to fucking Sister right. Hazel and Blink-182 and like Limp Biscuit and stuff. Because that's just like, you just didn't know that the world existed outside totally. of like MTV and radio. Yeah. So like I came into freshman year of high school just kind of like, I have a brother who's two years older than me. So I like went in uh, just being like kind of, I didn't like have a type of music necessarily that I was super into. Um, but I did, um, if we can, do you, do you want me to get into Let's like kind of tell it, the baby. tale? Hell yeah. yeah. That's kind of how I picked it. Like, yeah, sort you said of, you uh, kind of story. Yeah. So like, I thing. just remember being 
just like a kid who wore like before I started wearing like Pac Sun and skateboarding. I you know like oh, I was just like an old Navy kid. I, yeah, you know, yeah I, totally. I, I had some Massimo jeans from Baby, Target. I was I was just like a kid. Yeah. Like I didn't <laughs> classic suburban I, kid. I, yeah, in I wasn't like there were like you know the skate kids or and or the corn kids with jinkos and stuff in sure. in middle. I just was just a normal. <laughs> I had an Adidas shirt, but I didn't play soccer right. type kid. You know like. Um, but, uh, and so I, but the first band, uh, I remember my brother, uh, having the CD was Phoenix TX. Uh, yes. they were like a drive through records band yeah. and they were like, I guess pop punk is kind of, it's so weird. Pop punk, I feel like can encompass so much, mm, like yeah. it can be like super whiny right? and then, but then it could also be like, there is some like punk rock to it, but so right. a lot of it is like not. Right, because like, like even, even a lot of those warp tour bands are still pop punk. No Effects was doing pop punk music, right? But, but they're a long cry from Fallout Boy. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. Which I did. I mean, I got into like that kind of kicked me off onto like like Phoenix TX was like the we were talking before the show started. Was just like I, I was trying to pick just seven to eight songs to pick and i was like i need to just put one drive through records band on <laughs> that's what right. because you can if, if i listen to phoenix tx you can assume that i also then got into newfound glory something right. called the starting, starting line, line. Right. like all of those bands like yeah i fucking you know the I know all of them i liked alistair i liked rx bandits <laughs> i saw alistair. i saw Jesus. you know i saw all those bands at the masquerade or the roxy back you know like i i feel like when you describe, like, when you're saying, like, there's different kinds of pop punk, I almost feel like there's drive through records pop punk. Like, that almost is, like, its yeah, own thing. Right. Because, and at the time, yeah, you liked all of them, and you're like, they're all different. But now you're just like, there really only needed to be, like, one or two of them. Yeah. They, yeah. They were and a lot of them the were same. super different. But yeah. you were yeah. just like, oh, yeah, that's what, this is what I'm into. Mm. Like, and that, because I think, like, maybe it was just music, it was harder to get music. So like I mean, we could download stuff on like on. Um, Did you do Kazaa? Kazaa was mine. Stuff? Bear Share was another one. Like uh, LimeWire, Lime Lime like all that. But it was and but it was easier just to be like, like you look on Spotify and it's like if I look up the starting line, it's gonna right. say also artists similar. Right. Yeah. You have this list, but instead it was just like I like Phoenix TX DriveThroughRecords.com. Boom! Here's everybody they put out. So I just yeah. started picking right. them off and 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 listening to those bands. We've talked about like um, in this time frame, like the sampler, like yeah, record yeah. labels yeah. would put out Big a deal. sampler, and you'd be like, "Well, I love the starting line. I love Newfound Glory." And then you would be like, "Who the fuck is Finch? Wow. They have a song I on there." Forgot about Finch for the playlist. Oh. The crazy thing about those samplers is they were. Usually they were often free, and if they weren't free, they were usually cheaper than a full album because oh, they yeah. knew you were gonna in turn yeah. buy right. those other. Well, because you would order stuff like off of like I would get the drive-through records catalog. <laughs> right, right. It, it literally was like a fold-out pamphlet that had like T-shirts and CDs, and so you'd buy a T-shirt. And then you would get the sampler with it. And right. then that was just me being like, oh, cool. I like Finch. Well, let me open up the catalog again. I guess I'm going to be getting a youth large right. in, the, in the Finch shirt. Like. Those, those, those uh, samplers, too, they always came in those like paper yeah. tool cases because they didn't want to like you yeah. know, waste money on a mm-hmm. roll. Yeah, don't waste on a plastic so, one. It's, that and like, even the Napster and Livewire, so these are things that just will never exist again. They're just... Yep. 
for such a small period of time yeah. in the musical. It was like the transition. It was getting us from where we were to right. where we are now. Right. And I mean, I, that's why I, I love doing this podcast. Is like a lot of the guests like hearing their their sort of journey of like. Right. Well, I had CDs and I had the big CD book right. in my car, and then when I was this old, I got a either iPod or like the off-brand MP3 player. Yeah, I had a. Uh Fuck, what was it called? Did you have a Zune? It wasn't a Zune. <laughs> no, I do remember when, like, in middle school, my brother got, like, a mini disc player. Yeah. And he yeah. was like, this is going to be the wave. Yeah. He, was, he, was like, he was like, dude, you can put three albums on this one disc. And I, mean, I was like, what? He was like, yeah, pretty soon people are going to be releasing these on, uh, they're going to be releasing music on, on mini discs. And you can't, you fucking can sell it for maybe $50 now right. on, on eBay. Like nobody wants. I had a, a Dell DJ and it was way better than an iPod because it was chunkier and made of metal. Like, it, and it held, at the time, it held like four times oh, yeah. capacity. What a, iPod could hold and cost half as much. Really? And then it died and I lost all of my music. The guy, I remember calling the helpline. He was like, well, just hit the reset button. And I was like, well, I might as well just smash it with a hammer. Everything that I want is inside of it right now. And I couldn't pull the music (laughs) off of it. So I just had to like rebuild my library. Okay. Let's listen to some Phoenix TX. Okay. This one is um, all my fault off of their first album. I remember this band's name and nothing else about them. But I didn't listen to a lot of the... Oh, it's me. There it is. If your phone's turned down, go ahead and turn it all the way up. Okay, it's all the way up now. It does fill me with joy. I, re- yeah. I, I remember this song. Actually. This this is definitely not like sad pop punk. Yeah. Like this is fun. Like there's song like at the, the last album on the song is called like the Rooster Song. And it's like I got a big cock and it's just, like it's you know it's like shit like that. I I remember this. I remember the words of this song, but I do not remember this band at all. Really? Was yes. this on a sampler? It, maybe. Oh, of course. It yeah. Was. Their second album was pretty good too, and I don't know if they. I don't know. I I didn't listen to them after their second album. Yeah. But this album, this was the this was the one man. This like got if it weren't for this album, I'm sure I would have gotten into pop punk somehow. But I yeah. think it would have happened later. Right. Like this right. was the band that was like. Oh, I can listen to music that isn't on the radio, like that isn't sure. like on MTV or the radio, you know. Yeah, that was always uh, I heard, like getting into yeah bands that weren't Blink One Eighty Two or right. even like some Forty One. Like sure. I, I got into those bands and then found out like yeah, but there's there's other bands that are like this. But they don't. They're not. You know, the number one video on right. TRL. Right, and that's why I didn't put like Blink or Sun. Right. I had a Sum Forty One song on there, but I was like, it. That's not. That's a, that's music that everybody yeah. at least knew of. Right. Tell me what I can stop it whenever. No, no, I got it. Don't Did worry. I, I have a funny Sum Forty One story though? That had a parental advisory on it. Oh yeah. Oh. Um, I I went and saw Sum Forty One uh, last year. It was on the ten year anniversary of <laughs> really? Does This Look Infected, their third album, and I loved Sum Forty One. And so, but I was so I was embarrassed, right? And so I posted on Facebook. I was like, I will not pay to go see Sum Forty One. <laughs> They're playing at Buckhead Theater, but I go, I know. Somebody I know out there <laughs> either works there or knows someone who can get me free tickets. So 
got two free tickets. That's amazing. And I and I was like, I went with my uh, another comedian, Annie Lockwood, who's into like pop punk and like all sorts. And we get there, and I see Evan Step. <laughs> right, he's Evan Step in the Piners, he's a tall, tall guy. <laughs> he's a buddy of mine. Love his band. Love his music. He's so good. And I got really excited because I wasn't so embarrassed anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, and I run up to him, and he's like standing right there, and I'm like, dude. I can't believe you're here because he's still wearing fucking his cowboy. Yeah, you know, he's yeah. like he's Evan stepped out. He's got his cowboy boots, and I was like, man, it's so crazy. I was like so embarrassed, and he was like, oh, it's so good to see you. And he goes, I need to see your ID. And then uh, he was he was <laughs> <laughs> he was doing wristbands. He was just working the event. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Oh, damn. He's like, then, what are you doing here? Yeah, you're like, yeah. I, I got free tickets. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen my cousin? Where did he, like, just, where? But I got like super drunk, and then I crowd surfed, and it was yes! so much Amazing. fun. So much fun. That's great. Sum 41, they still got it? They put on, dude, they put on a show. I bet they do. Like, even if you don't like them and you went, it's like, you tell me you launch confetti cannons out and you've had a few fireball shots, you're not going to be like, this is fun. This is yeah. a good, this is a good yeah. Thursday night. Like, you're going to play Fat Lip and you're not going to get. They played all the good right. songs. They played everything you wanted to hear and they just put on like a, it's just a fun, they were fun. I, I mean, I'm not, I, I have no shame in the music that I listen to. Totally. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's uh, we we talk about it on this show. It's weird to have shame about the music you do in high yeah. school, anyway, because it's like, yeah, like all our tastes were, our brains weren't fully formed yet. We yeah. didn't know yeah. what good taste was. There's a lot more of high school that I should be shame, ashamed ashamed <laughs> right. than like the Musical. music that I listen to. <laughs> um, what else we got on on this here? All right, playlist? so this one, this one's kind of a curve. So like, I don't want to like fully say that I'm. I was like. Dude, I started listening to pop punk, and then I like I listened to a lot of different types of music. Sure. So there was a period of time uh, where I got really into the band Dispatch. Never heard of them. I I know a few people that are similar to you, where I'm like, they're like, this is Dispatch. I love them. I'm like, oh, and okay. Th- and so like Phoenix TX, I can go back and listen to and be like, I enjoy this Dispatch. I was listening to it when I was trying to pick a song, and I was like, oh man. <laughs> I don't know why I bought a djembe after, you know, like it was like, I I think it was like early in high school. I like smoked weed for the first time. And those people were like into fish and and like Mo and string cheese incident. And I was like, OAR. Yeah. But like, even like OAR and like, uh, dispatch, I feel like we're like, 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 hippie light like it was like oh like i don't it's not jam but i'll play the general i don't i don't know dispatch i remember learning how to play this lick on the guitar (laughs) and just thinking i was so you did it for your limb biscuit audition oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) so like i i like skipped around to like and there wasn't like phases it wasn't like here's my pop punk phase here's oh i just clapped to her uh here's my dispatch phase it was kind of like yeah, it's all. Mixed I worked up. my way to like the end of high school where I like started wearing dickies and vans and you know like. Yeah, I mean this is sounds like slightly stupid. I listen yes. to them. It sounds like G Love and Special Sauce. Yes, it's not like beep a deep a dop a doop dee doop. That you're gonna saying Jason Rez gives them musically too much credit. <laughs> that dude can actually play. Yeah. There's some songs on this album that I was like, did y'all just just 
pick one of y'all to be the drummer that you were like, yeah, I guess you're going to be the drummer. <laughs> just hit record. We'll just come up with something. I mean, it's not bad. It's no. I can it's still stonery rock. Yeah, I yeah. it's like kind of. I could still jam to it, but like. <laughs> Did they ever get like electric? I mean, was there any the, yes, electric? Yeah, this stuff? is yeah. They this had, is what something. They, I'm surprised dude, I didn't listen to this in got, high school. <laughs> dude, they got huge. Really? I, they were they were a Napster band. Really? So I my in eleventh grade I wrote a paper about like we had to write an argumentative paper in lit and it was like because the argument for downloading music and you know that was mm-hmm. and I wrote how like this band would not be selling out arenas across the country had it not been for I it was probably a terrible sure. paper but that's right. I was a good argument yeah. well yeah well, they, they didn't get famous off the radio they just got famous off people downloading right. music off of a CD that I like, like drastically those, changed like, volumes OAR and, and maybe Mo too were kind of in that same boat yeah. I see the, the jam band stuff was a little bit Less on my radar in high school. You were school. tiptoeing on it though. With but like yeah, I was Sublime into that stoner and, rock. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Three Eleven and Sublime were yeah. like my two big and ones. I think and this was a band that, like, like I said, you could you could be into this but not have to fully commit to like right. Like right. I don't like the. I've tried to like the Grateful Dead, and yeah. I don't like the Grateful. Dead. I, like I yeah. I mean, you know? I was I was like, like, it's cool. Like I, I I did. I was performing comedy at Sweetwater Four Twenty this year. And um, widespread panic was playing like every yeah. every day, and I, I my wife came with me because we wanted to see Jason Isbell, mm-hmm. and I had like a plus one, and I was like, I've never heard a widespread panic song. I was like, I've never. And Chelsea is went to UGA, and you know, so she clearly heard it. Yeah. <laughs> and she go, she was like, you know the songs, and I go, no, I. She, uh, she was like, no, I'm not saying you would know one of them. She goes, but you know what <laughs> you it's know what it's so I go, I go on the way home. Expect. We're gonna put on one song, and again, I'm not gonna shame anyone who likes it. But I, um, I about ten seconds in, I just was like, got it. Yeah, I understand. Well, understand what this is about. I am definitely um, <laughs> not about this. Uh, was not my thing. Yeah. I, I listened to um, a lot of pop punk and then a lot of like yeah, stoner rock and Sublime and Three Eleven. Yeah, and all double long star double all star slightly stupid all that kind of stuff. But there was like that choice of like uh, what necklace am I gonna wear? <laughs> wear uh, hemp necklace with a little glass mushroom, <laughs> or am I gonna wear or am I gonna wear my metal beads? One hundred. And I bought I bought the balls. Uh-huh. I bought the silver balls. Yeah, I and, think out uh, of that's that the out of, out of that like uh, type of genre of like not jam but still fits like Guster was probably. Oh, yeah, yeah. I almost put some Guster before. on there, but I was like, if I put Dispatch, then I'm just it's I lump it in with Guster, and I'll still listen to some Guster like yeah. there. I listened to Dave Matthews Band in high school. We talked about uh, nobody. I don't think anybody on this podcast has actually also listened to Dave Pre-pu- Matthews Pre-puberty, band Andrew Michael, Fred, <laughs> yeah. went and saw them at Turner Field. Really, I did, yeah. there's, dude. There's some Dave albums that I will that I'm yeah, like. Yeah, I, right, I mean, they, you know, they jam out. They might be they a band that instrument. people like. We've talked about people are like just too ashamed. To yeah, talk about. <laughs> Dave Matthews Band might be. Yeah, it def- that, yeah. They, they're like one of those bands that I think when you bring them up, people just have this idea about you that you're it's like some like it's the fan. It's, yes. they, they, yeah, they lump you in, and yeah. it's like I think like we were talking about Nickelback mm. before it started when you were walking the dogs, and I was like, 
I don't like to shame people for their music. So that those Nickelback songs mean something to someone. Right. But when you say Nickelback fan, you got a picture of a, like someone sitting in a trailer with their shirt on. <laughs> right. And it's right. like, I'm not going to say that it's, I think, I don't think it's good music. Someone likes it. Yeah. I just hope that person isn't also like domestically yeah. abusing right. Right. you know like, like, like uh, hopefully they aren't be nice. into yeah. the hopefully they're just like oh I just like them and that's it right. and I don't know why that person had a southern accent but you, you know what I'm getting at or if it's just like someone you don't expect they're like yeah I love Nickelback yeah. I'm an accountant for yeah. like a you know 401k company of like you know, I, I make six figures and yeah. I love Nickelback. I think, I the, I think that like they become like a meme though. Like 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 right. Nickelback became like there was a thing on Facebook. Like I bet this pickle will get more likes than Nickelback. Right, that, right. And it's like there's so many like you could just, puddle of mud was is worse than yes! Nickelback, but sure. nobody like is you know went to cut their heads off. I'm right. like yo, like why don't we just leave them alone? All right, next on the list. Oh man, so I think next like chronologically. Um, we're going to have to, it, it's going to have to be some bright eyes. I mean, oh, yeah, I, baby. you know, li- lifted was probably, and I know you said like, it's fun to pick ones that you don't listen to anymore. Mm. I, I mean, I'm still rocking lifted. I'm still listening to a lot. Most bright eyes all the time. Yeah. I, anything con this is, um, this is Laura, Laura, Laurent. Like, I love this song. Uh, this album, this was one that like all throughout high school, even into some college had like just some ties to some some heartbreak that yeah. just I'll put on and still just be like ah oh, I love I love anything I know it's like super emo to I, but Connor Oberst anything this, he does I'm pretty much pretty much I mean, into there, there's it's impossible to really shame anybody for liking this band they for are sure. very good yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he is very good uh, I mean it. His, his like so like the Mystic Valley Band stuff is it's great. great. His new yeah. what's the new um uh, oh with Phoebe Phoebe Bridgers Bridgers who I always want to call Phoebe Community Waller Center. Bridge. So yes, it's yeah. long and it's yeah. too long for you to remember, good, but it is great. It's yeah. very good. Desperacitos, love I, Desperacitos. I saw them yeah. when they put out that when they finally put out that like second album. Yeah, like, after God yeah. knows, it was like a year. couple years ago. Yeah, they played um they played at uh, Variety, and I saw them. Jo- <sighs> Joyce Manor opens. Hell yeah! I mean, this is cool. I say like I say it like it was like last year it was probably like seven or eight years ago. Right. At this point. <laughs> did you pay for the tickets or did you get free ones? I paid for those. <laughs> <laughs> I paid for those. I think I've seen I, Bright Eyes a few times. I'm sure you have. Too. I've seen Bright Eyes in. At least three different states. Yeah. Wow. See, I saw. I only. I was a huge fan, and then I didn't see them till like 2011 or 12 for the first time. I just always like had missed them coming yeah. through or something, and I saw them at uh, the Georgia Theater in Athens. But I was going to say sometimes he doesn't come to Atlanta. Like, yeah. He just goes to Athens. Athens. But it was when they played. It was off uh, People's Key. So like. That, oh yeah, yeah. Like the la- that was the last. Bright Eyes album. Well, no, because like, he had one like two years ago too. Oh, but he was yeah, doing was just Connor Oberst for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was the last one before, before Connor, the break. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, I'm like, I tend to be bad about keeping up with bands. Yeah, well, also he, he, there wasn't a huge demarcation between his solo stuff and Bright Eyes, right? Because it wasn't so drastic. Yeah, there's like a bigger demarcation between like. The I'm wide awake. It's morning and digital ashes in a digital For earth, sure. and everything that came out after that. But then everything yeah. that came out after that sounds like well, it's like Desperacitos and Conor Oberst are like and Bright Eyes are two totally different things. But 
Solo yeah. and Brian yeah, Heiser. it's pretty similar, <laughs> right? Similar. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just listened to it like, yeah, I was super into this song in like eleventh grade. I didn't start drinking until like right. a few years it's into college. I was a fucking <laughs> this drunk. is this is drinking beer music and like being sad and thinking about life music. I think a lot of it, and I was thinking about this because I was like, I was really into this song, and then I even mentioned it, like, oh, it's got some heartbreak, and it's like a lot of this music that I listened to that was like super emotional and like about like breakups and stuff. I was like, I didn't actually really have that until right, college. Sure. I think it was just like in my head, the idea of being a romantic, it's, you know what I mean? It like it makes very you feel cin- artsy cinematic. and yeah, yeah and absolutely. you're like, Oh, like I'm like, oh, I'm so like not dark, but like, yeah, like I'm just yeah. sensitive, like person. It's like, I was like, oh yeah, I was just fucking. I was fifteen. You just, was, yeah, yeah. You you start getting yeah, emotions nothing. and yeah. feel, and they're like times a hundred because you're that age, right? Jay, we talked about on the last episode popping in earbuds and walking around feeling like you're in a movie, and I think Bright Eyes is a great band for that. Whoa, <laughs> it's like you can't yeah. drive around to that song and not feel like. You're like the lead character in some fucking cool right. romantic yeah. story, whether or not you've actually experienced heartbreak yeah. or not, right? right? Yeah, yeah. You just feel like, yeah, this is my tale. Uh-huh, for sure. <laughs> the first track on that uh, unlifted or the stories in the soil keep your ear to the ground. I still remember. Oh, you got the whole thing, baby. I'm not going to lie. I, when you started saying it, I was like, I don't even know if I'm going to do I saw you mouthing the words. <laughs> <laughs> but the first, the first track is... Uh, like I, because I'd listen to Fevers and Mirrors also, and that one is also great. Did you uh, listen? Which one did you listen to first? Uh, Fevers and Mirrors first. Really? Okay, because yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely um, hit Lifted first. Mm-hmm. Well, you then, were saying when you were like fifteen too. That was way before I ever heard Bright Eyes. I had to. When did it come out? I hope, yeah, I'm, not, I hope yeah. I'm not lying. No, I don't think um, so. I, I mean, I don't mean to it's be okay. calling you out. <laughs> we say, also, we okay. say things wrong <laughs> Mistaken, all the time. But, no, I, but, uh, I think I was 15. I, like, was, I, didn't, I didn't listen to Bright Eyes until I was a senior in high school, and then even then, like, didn't really get into them until... You're like, where's the DJ? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't hear any... Somebody tapping a snare drum. It was <laughs> August, August 2002. Yeah, that's, so that's that sophomore year been, or freshman or junior year, but yeah, 15, junior year, 15, beginning maybe sixteen. I, I was, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a young one. I'm August, an old tw- one. August 25th, I was always the youngest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut off was September eighth. There so you I go. Was, I'm yeah. an eighty-five yeah. baby. So yeah. I get, I mean, yeah, but yeah, that's. I got into lifted, and then I got into fevers and mirrors. I think yeah. I got them. Um, somebody was like, "Have you heard Bright Eyes?" And at that point, both of the albums had been out, and so I got that one. And I was like, I can't wait till he has more CDs. And someone's like, he does. He does. Yeah. Yeah. And the first track is uh, Jenny Lewis and Blake Senate from Rather Kylie like driving around. Yeah. Like, driving yeah. Starbucks. Yeah. 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 And they're just and I was just like, I I thought it was like a I was just like driving, listening to him like the fuck is this? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's art, dude. It's yeah, fucking, fucking art. art. I was like, where's the fucking music? I was like... No, you need to hear this thing about <laughs> them talking about Starbucks in <laughs> Omaha. Because that's what suburban Atlanta kids need to hear. <laughs> feel so connected to that. Yeah. <laughs> like, we finally put a Starbucks in. I was like, I've driven past three in the yeah. course of this song. Yeah, I was like, oh, most of my friends work at a Starbucks. <laughs> I think my friend's dad owns a few. Uh, you take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Sure. Okay. We're going to take a break real quick. We'll be right back with more of my high school iPod with Andrew Michael. 
And we're back. It's my high school iPod. Jay Howell, Muhammad Joma. Hey, buddy. And our guest, Andrew Michael. Hey, yo. All right, Andrew. Uh, we just got done with some bright eyes. And uh, what? where are we going next on this musical journey? So I think this is a good... Uh, so so while I'm listening to bright eyes, I'm still listening to pop punk. And then I, you know, I'm at Warp Tour. And then it's like it's it eases into uh, more harder punk music um and i think this follows the pattern of like where we we talked about like oh bright eyes like this heartbreak that never really happened uh so then here we're gonna go into some anti-flag uh to talk about Uh. some like i'm fighting for some injustice that as a (laughs) suburban straight white male never happened to me um you know but like also at this time you've got like 9-11 and like and we're fighting a war and i'm not even pretending like i understood what was going on but i do distinctly remember watching operation shock and awe on the tv in school like in a class and getting detention for drawing an (laughs) anti-flag logo (laughs) on because i'm like anti-flag they just don't like George Bush, and so, <laughs> right. like, you know. Like, and so this is uh, this is anti-flags die for your government. I don't know if you're familiar. Mohammed, were you an anti-flag guy? I was a bit, not as much as some of the other bands that kind of revolved around them, but. I know this song. I mean, musically, it's just right up my alley. And like at this same time, I'm doing. You know, I'm into Bad Religion. Yeah. Uh, I'm into No FX. Melancholin. Oh gig my God, Melancholin is one of my favorite They're bands. Really so good. That yeah. I have, I still listen to, and I've never seen live. And they just played in Denver. Really? And I didn't know. And Denver has a great comedy scene. Yeah. I have a lot of friends out there. And had like I could have gone, had I known yeah. I could have gone for four days, seen Melancholin, seen a bunch of good friends, and done like. Eight comedy shows, yeah. and I was so livid yeah. that I fucking just <laughs> missed it. Okay, picture this: you're in Denver, you got tickets to go see Mel and Colin. You walk up, and there's Evan Steph He's working right there. in Denver. Like, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, I'm just selling skateboards. <laughs> Mel and Colin, we, we've talked about the importance of the Tony Hawk pro skater soundtrack sure. and how like at the time you were just like yeah this is cool music and I like it and now you, like it's just this thing that we all grew up playing that video game and like yep. we, we all know have those that songs. reference yeah it's crazy it crazy yep yeah, it really kind of took a lot of that punk to like a main stage in a way. Yeah, that, for sure. Yeah, yeah. and like I, I really, yeah, I was into anti-flag. I mean, just so many bands that just like just the punk rock Warp Tour bands. You know, yeah, like all that's of them. all of them. Yeah. That's what I was into. Did, what years did you go to the Warp Tour? Um, you did, I right? think that, I went oh like, two yeah. to oh four. Yeah, yeah, I was well, I was O one, O two, and O three. It must have been O one, O two, O three. I yeah. definitely went O four, and then I, in college, I have a sister who's like six years younger than me, and she wanted to go with her friend, and my mom was like, "Will you take them?" She was really? like, oh, "Yeah." She was like, "Cause she didn't want them to go yeah, yeah. Uh, by themselves, but they would let me go by myself." But um, she was like, "I'll pay for you and your cool. friend's ticket to go." We went, and we're in college. 
And it was like it was probably fun. Uh, know, maybe not. Like it was like know. Bad Religion was there, yeah. and like it's like Bouncing Souls. Oh yeah, yeah. We're good, and then every other band, I was like, I don't fucking know who this is. Yeah, like, I guess the, that's what's the, a that was like the era. Yeah, it just wasn't like a data. I remember seeing a data remember, and I was like, oh, I could get into this, like, but it wasn't. And like then I, at that point, I was like drinking because I didn't used to really drink that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was like, I won't fucking pay ten dollars for right. a beer. It just didn't have the same warp tour that it used to it's have. It's a right. specific time in your life where I think that that's like a magical day. And yeah. yeah. You forget. I was super that. young and I would get super fucked up at the shows. Yeah. And like when I think it. about 2001, I was like 14, 15 maybe, but like. Oops, oh, sorry. sorry. I, I, I should have faded playing. out. Hey, I never played an anti-flag song on, on the show, but I did play that Justin Sane song yes. in a power hour from his solo album. I do love is, in this song. Oh, well, first, I love that he goes by Justin Sane. It's not, yeah. I'm sure it's not. <laughs> sure. I've never Googled it, but I'm sure that's not his name. It's also a, kind of a stupid <laughs> can't stage be, name. Can't be, can't be his name. Uh, but also in that song, he says, I never have, I never will pledge allegiance to this flag. And I'm like, you fucking went to school. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you did. <laughs> like, like, yeah, he's just like in I, first grade, like, yeah, nope, no, not gonna. No, I'm not I mean, gonna I, do it. I mean, I did, but I didn't mean it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, but but that was like you're just like this angsty teen, and you're just like mad about everything. So yeah. let's listen to some fucking it, it like that. Like I don't want to like dog on them, but like. Bad Religion would be a better band because at least like sure. they, they are like it's like smart and like it's against yeah. something. But like like mm-hmm. I still will listen to Bad Religion. I'm or or have like not the, listened to the, this anti flag song in sure. probably twelve years. It, like, it's like when you listen to the Dead Kennedys now and you're like, oh yeah, they were actually talking about things, but in your head they were no different than than anti flag. Yeah, because it, as a young person, you're just like I'm angry with things. Right. So it doesn't matter yeah. if it's like specific. And like about events or like smart, right. or it's just yeah, fuck the government. It's We're easier, angry. Yeah, it's easier to be mad at the government in music than your parents because you don't have to sit down with the government and have chicken nuggets at night. Like you know, like like the you know, the, like your parents are like fucking giving you money to go buy your dickies and Converse All Stars. So it's like uh, like oh fuck you, mom, yeah. but, but I love you. Like, it's like, you know, it's easier to be mad at this thing that you know absolutely nothing about. It's it's funny because I mean we were so young, but I wonder if in that scene there was a bit of a like judgment versus uh, on bands that were, you know, dumb. Like they're they're all basically about the same thing, which is rejecting authority, right? Yeah. But there are bands that like take it seriously and are smart and talk about like kind of specifics and you know. I mean, you can compare Anti Flag to Black Flag in that yeah. way, right? And then you have other bands that are just you know, yeah. It's it's just like general. Anger and rebellion. Well, that's the, Without, but like as a kid, it doesn't matter. That's the appeal you know. at that age. Yeah. Is you're like, I'm angsty. I don't know why exactly, right, right. but I have angst, and this music kind of uh, fulfills that. It, it legitimizes yeah. it in a way. It makes you yeah. feel like it's okay and it's cool that you're upset and, or angry. Or and whatever. I think it just depends on the background you come from, because like there's plenty of people who were, you know. Come! I, I grew up in fucking Alpharetta, right? And like, not that like, I, I didn't grow up like crazy. My family's not crazy wealthy. Alpharetta is like this in very rich place now. When we were there, sure. it wasn't you know quite that, but we weren't we we were well off. I I right. never 
I didn't grow up rich, but I also never needed right. anything. Like, you know, I, I got what I want. I got the things that I needed to to mm-hmm. succeed in life. Mm-hmm. And so, like, there are, you know, so for all I had, I just, yeah, I'll just fucking listen to these bands. You know, I, like, made up some angst. Sure. It, yep. was, it was purely hormonal. Right. No. But it, it is why a lot of those bands were, like, sort of like a nice safe haven in that way because those feelings are real for sure you know whether or not you're struggling or not like when you're that age you actually do feel that way and there is like i mean yeah so much of my anger was just i don't want to do what my teacher tells me to do which is very stupid in a large way yeah but it was still real to me so you know listening to that music was sort of a release yeah yeah, it's mm-hmm. not. It's not necessarily. It's not not real, but it's. It might be unjustified, right? Un- right. Unwarranted, like, oh, right. or just comparatively very stupid. Yeah, I feel like I like spent a lot of like my teenage years thinking that I was like rebelling against my parents, and then once I got into college, being like, like my pa- I I my parents are like some of my best. Like I love my mom and dad. I'm like a mama's boy, daddy's boy. Like I love them, sure. but it wasn't until like around. 19 or 20 when i was like really was like oh man they fucking worked real hard right. to give yeah. me things that like, i didn't need to have this like but they <laughs> fucking they really helped me out you know yeah right. but you know that's I, I yeah i feel like that's a common i don't i i can't remember any of my friends that when they were like 17 were like yeah, my dad's my best friend. <laughs> it's like, yeah. No, like you hear that later yeah, when someone's sure. like, yeah, like with well, me, just, like me and my dad got close, like after I got divorced and I was right. like, yeah, you just you don't know, have any frame my, of reference. Yeah. You've learned sure. nothing. You know, absolutely nothing. Yeah. And which brain, is, brain's not full which of is like, maybe, and maybe like anti-flag or like, I'm not going to claim to know a ton about like the people, but like they were older than me. So sure. they could have been singing about things that were actually justified. Sure, but yeah, I don't to, mean to take but, a, yeah, yeah, and knock that, them down yeah, in felt, that way yeah, or anything. But, but or any music like that, but then it's like, but then I was just a fucking 14, 15, 16-year-old right. right. kid, so it's like, I take what I can from it, which is just kind of anger. Right. <laughs> and anger and pushing people around and like wearing clothes that not everybody wore. <laughs> sure. You know, hip-hop is is the same way. I mean, uh, yeah. I'm sure today, but even even back then, it's like, a lot of the angry from the streets hip hop, you know, was being listened to by super suburban, well-off kids that didn't couldn't really relate to the actual content of the music. But it was the same thing where it's like, no, I have also have issues, and this makes me feel better about my issues. Yeah. It like allows me to feel rage in a way that is like it's okay. The, you know? you have a sort of a like almost not a sense of community, but kind of like you're you're it's a different mm-hmm. thing yeah. that you're you might be angry about, right. but the feelings the same or just so you relate in that yeah or just feeling okay with being a rebel in a way or being like a little different or like not wanting to do the thing that's right in front of you that everybody else wants you to but that's i kind of feel like there's some bands like now like uh like iron chic i don't know if you ever listen to them Mm -hmm. or like uh, even the wonder years a lot of songs like there's i mean not that those are two bands that are similar, but there's a lot of bands that I listen to now that I like consider like mature pop punk mm-hmm. where it's like I listen to Iron Sheik and they're singing about working a nine to five and like yeah. and, and singing about like 
their life and what meaning is and it's like oh man this is fucking good i like at, at 33 i'm like oh that hits hard but it's not like a right. heart, they're not <laughs> singing about heartbreak they're just singing about like yeah it's fucking life we yeah. like got old right. and now we have to <laughs> fucking do this shit <laughs> struggling through yeah, living it's like oh damn this but sucks. there is that like uh like i i yeah there's still some of those bands that like like pup is a band yeah. that i am like super duper oh, there's, there's a, a large Pop, pop, pop punk resurgence. So I was just reading about it, and, but it is. It's yeah. like it's almost like pop punk for people that like us that like right. listen to it, listen to Phoenix TX and Sum Forty One, and now we're in our thirties, mm-hmm. and you know it's like, musically our, pop punk, but they've sort like, of stripped away the bullshit, yeah, and, like, and, like anger. Our our pet dies. Right. Like there's a pup song, <laughs> right. that that is fucking yeah. heartbreaking, and it's so good, and you're just like, okay, yeah. I can relate to this regardless of like what the subject matter is. I yeah. love it, by the way. I know a lot of people. Well, I'm sure a lot of people our age are probably into it, but I'm I'm happy for the pop punk revival. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I heard somebody commenting on it and just being like, "It's a bunch of bands that sound like Weezer." No, <laughs> I'm like, come on, like it's it's that person. I mean, especially so right. because Weezer yeah, doesn't really sound wrong. like Weezer anymore. So, <laughs> I. Uh, and this is a band that I got into in college. I should have brought them up on the last episode. But, like, the Thermals, after I thought right. I was done with, like, pop punk, I realized, like, oh, wait, this it's still this is still amazing. And I, like, to this day, they're one of my favorite bands. And, uh, yeah, it's just it's something that doesn't necessarily have to be about, like, authority. But, it, yeah, sure. it is something that... And it like lends itself to a lot of different for sure you know topics or whatever let's see what's what's next baby all right so we're kind of getting into the end of high school here um so i I, i've made my way through pop punk i'm still listening to all this type of music by the way i but i'm definitely wearing my dickies i'm fucking i i was a skateboarder uh so you're you're like listening to a style you're never just like i'm done with that style it's just you're just getting more yeah towards the end of high school like the dispatch is kind of like that's (laughs) kind of going yeah but it's definitely like it's all like bright eyes is still heavy uh but a lot of punk um be it heavy or pop punk and then i uh i meet (laughs) i meet a friend uh i so basically what happens i got caught smoking weed um, and I'd been smoking weed for a little while. My, I got in trouble with my parents. Um, so then I, uh, I quit. I stopped smoking weed. Uh, I went, started going back to church and stuff. But then oh, I met yeah. a dude who also didn't drink or smoke weed, and he was straight edge. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. And, and we will find out later uh, that he was just Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, you're just trying to cool up the Mormon. (laughs) But he was a good friend, and we skated together, and so he got me into hardcore music, and the first band that I really got into was Throwdown, and boy, I had not put this on in years, and I put it on this morning, and goddamn, am I ashamed. This This is just fucking garbage. Was anybody into hardcore that wasn't straight edge? <laughs> there like was a, hardcore like music a, that wasn't straight edge. Yeah, that's true. But that was a big part of it. Yeah, it, it, it got me into a lot of hardcore music. Because yeah. it was such a big part of the, the hardcore scene. But from there, there were bands that weren't explicitly straight edge bands. Right. And this is like super fucking heavy. I have to ask, were you... 
the the guy in the pit doing uh, spin kicks and oh and yeah the, yeah quarters yeah yes. yeah <laughs> yeah and that that lasted I mean I still this this type of hardcore music I do not listen to anymore um, but I still listen to a lot of hardcore music yeah um, it definitely doesn't have the same like angster feel to it but like all throughout college I continued to like go to a lot of hardcore shows um i was never really a part of the scene though i would just go sure. to the shows um like i know a lot of folks it's a big community like a lot like punk rock yeah, yeah. That's, and, that's and especially community. in atlanta and i'm not going to pretend that i was ever part of that scene sure. i just listened to the music and would go to shows i didn't have a lot of friends in the scene or anything i have no idea if this is good or not if somebody you know, was like this is like the best hardcore music i'd be like okay i saw them at the co- i saw them at the cotton club cotton back in club the day. yes oh, yeah, yeah. and uh we talked about the cotton club on this it comes up a lot because a lot of it was a venue we should shut that we should i'm gonna this is it's just all sorts of bad but yeah i got really into like i got into i remember having like a throwdown slash uh american nightmare cd Okay. And I got into American Nightmare, which then were Give Up the Ghost, and then like I got into Bane, and I, there were a lot of hardcore bands that then I got into from there. And I was skateboarding a lot and listened to a lot of hardcore music. Uh, and and the the last one on the on the playlist is uh, is Kids Like Us. Do you ever listen to Kids Like Us? I've heard of Kids Like Us, and I think I've heard one Kids Like Us song, because oh. I used to work at a Journeys. I, I think- still love Kids Like Us. This song's about Ooh. skateboarding. Yeah, it sounds very punky, actually. Yeah, right? it's, uh, yeah. I, I got less into the dun-dun-dun yeah. hardcore and more into... I could never get oh, it, because yeah. I, I, I grew up... I was very like religious in high school, and I had a lot of people that were like stretch armstrong and I, they had all these i like bands. stretch armstrong yeah. a lot and i couldn't i could never come back kid and i felt like i was letting them down because they were like you'll like this part and i would listen to it and be like i don't like yeah, this it's not for everybody this like this would be like the what like end of high school i yeah. started getting into this style of hardcore and then it went this and like casey jones was another band and then it kind of if I talked any more about it, it would be college, you know. So like that's like, is that so? That's what carried over for you though. And carried into over college, into college, so yeah. And, and stuff. like they're kids like us from Jacksonville, and so were um, Casey Jones, Angers Away. There were a bunch of bands, and I went to Georgia Southern, um, mm. and so actually Jacksonville was a closer drive than Atlanta. Really? So, yeah, it, by like half an hour. Sure. And so, um, and they had the songs are short and fast, but, and then, so I would go down to Jacksonville a lot and see shows down there. Um, but yeah, that's, I got really into that type and I still listen to a lot of uh, hardcore music. Sure. Like all the time. Um, I, I feel like I, I, I mean, I was around it. Definitely. A lot of my friends would listen to it, but I didn't really listen to it in high school. But when I revisit it, I mean, especially talking with people, but I do have a better understanding of what makes it good and what, like, like the aspects of it and why people got into are it. Y'all, are y'all both from the Atlanta area? Yeah, Kennesaw. Yeah, we went, went to Kennesaw, Kennesaw Mountain. So did you ever School. go to, like, Swayze's? Yeah, definitely. Cool. So Marietta, like, that was where we, I, I saw kids like us at Swayze's. I, yeah. Like, there were a lot of hardcore bands. It was funny. I saw, I remember, I went to see this band called The Program. Uh, my friend's band from California was in town. We went just to see them. It was during the week, and there were like 
five people there. Yeah, and they was... were opening for Hawthorne Heights uh, at Swayze's. Nice. And then, like, there was no one there. And then, like, three weeks later, they were at the masquerade. And right. it was, like, fucking sold yeah. out. Yeah. Jay, do you want to tell your story about <laughs> how you opened you gotta... up for... Oh, my band in high school. I was just up, like ready for it. My band in high school opened up for Fallout Boy. At, they at Swayze's, Swayze's, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, it was before they got famous, and they were really <laughs> mean and like really, yeah. And they weren't even famous yet. And I was just like, wow. I hope this. It's band funny how get famous. Like, I feel <laughs> like did. at the time, I mean, as much as I thought Swayze's was the coolest, but like when I thought about it, it didn't even seem like a legitimate venue right no but, I, the but first, i keep hearing about bands it's still that, there yeah. it's still there the first time i went is it, it really Holy oh shit. yeah the first wow. time i went i remember because it used to be a video game store yeah, yeah. All, the, all the displays it's in a, were still in a strip mall yeah, yeah it, i think it's still there i played a band i was in in college or right after college so like 2008 or 2009 uh, a band i was in played a show there nice and yeah. i was like oh this is still the same fucking little uh, well, there's not that many like all ages venues. That's like, true. Yeah. So a place like that, especially, and it like especially for us living. I mean, we lived like 15 yeah, minutes my down house there. Was See, that's real. Cl- that I mean, but still though, for Alpharetta was th- yeah. thirty yeah minute, thirty way 40 better minutes. than going to LA. But it was just right? like I mean, if you were yeah like, for sure, and it you, made more. It it sounded better. To your parents, like, oh, yeah. where are you going to a show, Marietta? Right. <laughs> like, oh, I know Linda lives in Marietta. Yeah. Like, that's also, uh, there's uh, no homeless people in yeah, Marietta. Yeah. yeah, it was like that was a, a lot of my high school memories are just like shows we played at Swayze's and yeah. like or going to see friends bands. I remember like I didn't like hardcore music, but I did like if I was at a show and there was a hardcore like a good hardcore band or like a decent hardcore band and like people were into it. I remember being like, I see why people like this. Yeah. Like it was very I'm obvious. S- I mean, if y'all were at Sway, if we're the same age and yeah. y'all were at Swayze's, we definitely were at oh, yeah, right? 100% cool? <laughs> sitting in, like standing at Swayze's at the exact same yeah. time that you were, which is super funny. Yeah. I remember standing outside of Swayze's well, the back entrance, but only whenever like, remember that back door? Like you could smoke out that. I guess. Yeah. Know. Yeah. But then yeah. like, at some point, they started being like, nobody goes to the back door anymore. Yeah. And then it was like off limits. But I remember hanging out in the parking lot, not even like going in, not paying the cover charge to go in because it was like a bunch of hardcore pants I didn't care about, but still hanging out outside of Swayze. In the parking Swayze. lot? Yeah. Just in a leather like, jacket? I like, yeah. <laughs> when I saw uh, one of the, cra- uh, the most fun hardcore shows I was at was at Swayze's and Kids Like Us was playing. And above the stage, they had taken the drop ceiling out. So mm. there were just rafters and there were people like jumping on, you know, it's hardcore yeah, music. They yeah. put the mic out, everyone. Yeah. Someone was hanging on a rafter. And it was totally fine. But then somebody went to hang on the other part and it was just drop ceiling, which is literally just oh, hanging right. there with wires. <laughs> right. And the whole thing just started coming down. And then people just started picking up the tiles <laughs> and just like hitting people. And then it was just all this dust. And it was just like, it was violent, but real fun. Like it was like, no one is getting real hurt. Cause it's just, it's easy to break over someone's it's back. It's like prop, right. like prop weapons. Yeah. It was like a war movie though. It was like, this like <laughs> dust settles afterwards. Do, do either of you guys know who owned Swayze's? Uh, Lee Satterfield. And do you know, what do you know about was this he guy? The guy? He was yeah. the guy from Tree Fort. Tree Fort, right? Oh, right. Yeah. So he must've been 20 
He was a l- maybe a little older than that. I'm not yeah, entirely sure. I, think I, I saw, don't really know. Tree, I think I saw Tree Fort recently. I saw. Oh, really? <laughs> recently, I was about to say. Yeah, I, saw I went and saw. Uh, f- th- here's another. I mean, there was only so much, so many songs sure. put on, but like, was a church kid for a long time, and so like, five, I went and saw Five Iron Frenzy. Mm. I saw Jeremy Ray there. Yeah. Uh, yeah Squad Five O <laughs> opened up, uh, but I think Tree Fort also opened up. I might be wrong. I can't remember. I. Maybe, but if it was, they were doing it as a joke. Because I can't imagine them playing with like Christian are they bands back together. I they're mean, Scott are, band, are they right? still Tree together? They are yeah, Scott they are band, Scott but they're band, also but they're very, very yeah over the top. Gross. They do gross things on stage. Maybe that guy showed his dick a bunch I didn't times. like. I definitely wait. Didn't. Was it even the lead singer? It was like their hype guy. That would no, they had think. a they had yeah. a guy that was just like their dancer. Yeah. and he would maybe throw it was, up and maybe stuff. it wasn't them then. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. It's weird. I bet they're they're uh, somebody who's not me can make a really good documentary about Swayze's and Tree Fort. Dude, and stuff, maybe right? you should make a documentary uh, about Swayze. I don't, I don't feel like I'm plugged in enough. But maybe I should. Hey, Andrew and I will finance it. it. We have lots of money. Okay, well then I'll do it. Yeah, we will produce this project. It'll be easy. Most of those people are probably still living with their parents. (laughs) Says a guy who's currently living with his parents. (laughs) Do we know, does he still own that? Does he still own it? He must have sold it by now. No, it's changed hands a million times, I feel feel like. There's no way. I... But yeah. to still exist there must belong to somebody who. The last time I was there, is at uh, least like my my not post, just a local band. Yeah, <laughs> my my college band that I was in with Mitchell, friend of the show, Mitchell actually Hardage. Hey, and uh, there he is, uh, Luke Tanner, who has also done the show before, and uh, our our band Twin Thunder. We went back and played at Swayze's. And we like got drunk in the parking lot because at that point we were like we drink before shows yeah. and you can't drink it. There's they don't have a bar at Swayze's right and uh, yeah we played and it was weird. <laughs> it was like a lot of like high school kids and yeah. we were like all kind of drunk and just like this was a here's terrible an idea. idea first live recording at, oh live at, at Swayze's. Swayze's. At Swayze's. And I who, guarantee we get who an audience gives out a there. shit if it's if no one's there. <laughs> It'll be like it would, shows you should my do, the, do the power hour there. Yeah, the audience would just be comprised of people who have been on this show before. They're yeah, like, just, Holy yeah, shit, yeah, they're yeah. Playing Swayze? Just bring every guest back for yeah. that, and then you'll at least have what thirty-three because this is a, or yeah, thirty-two right. people. <laughs> this is a great which is more idea. than was there when Hawthorne Heights had. <laughs> <laughs> We're like the Hawthorne Heights of podcast. Yeah, exactly. Oh, um, shit. Okay, awesome. this has been so much fun, and uh, Andrew, your playlist solid. Thank you. So so good. Uh, there's so much that we, I, but it would have taken forever for me to get through everything. It's very easy to like once you start, uh, once you start thinking of of bands yeah. to just be like, oh yeah, I did listen to ninety seven sure. bands. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, but you know that that was that was in the past, and sometimes we have to get to to the present, and that's what we're gonna do now with our newest segment. It's our most popular segment. People, honestly, like I've I've gotten phone calls where people are like, can you do the segment more than one time an episode? And we can't. We, we can't do that, guys. Stop calling me. I know. We do it one time. We do it at the end. It's our our most popular segment, and we're glad that that you the- know our email address, uh, my high school iPod at gmail.com. Yes. Do you know it's just filled. 
It's 99% unread messages because all of them in the subject just say, we want more now. Yeah. We want more now. Just make a podcast uh, about, about this segment and like, thank you. But like, it, it's part of the show. It's, it's part of the show. We know and it comes at the end. end. Uh, Be patient. But now's the time for our newest segment, a little segment we like to call... That's what I call music. So yeah, we're going to play, each of us is going to play a song that we're listening to right now Gotta in the present that, uh, that we've, we've no, really yeah. been, uh, you know, listening to recently. And uh, we want to play it for you guys and we want to talk about it. And um, Muhammad, I should have given you a little more time. No, I'm, I'm ready. You're ready? I'm queued up yes. um, because I didn't have anything else to play. It's like tonight. we're almost, um, almost good at doing yeah. this. Yeah. So I don't know if I've mentioned her on the podcast before. I know I've talked about her in general before, but this is Miley Doja. Cyrus. No, this is Doja Cat's new song, but she is um, she's a rapper. The song's called "Bada Bitch," but she's like a pop star for sure. She's Miley Cyrus esque in right. LA. But I, you're probably actually Andrew, probably a little surprised, but but I do like. I'm not pop surprised. Music. This uh, this sounds like something I'd be into. Definitely sounds like something my wife would be into. And I don't say that as like this sounds like right up her alley. And this, I listen to a lot of music my wife listens to. So. This song actually kind of has a pop punk vibe to me. That hook actually feels very much like a little chanty thing. You played me a Doja Cat song uh, that I on the show video. though. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. This was like when we were hanging out one night. And it was like, I think the, the hook was like, Bitch, I'm a cow. Yeah, that song rules. I liked that song. This song I like a lot more. Yeah. This one. She's great. She's actually kind of taking over my number one pop star Chantus spot lately. Like, she's kind of knocked Miley down a bit. I mean, Miley will always have a place in my heart. Don't get me wrong, but. This is cool. It is, man. She fucking rules. Where's she from? I don't know. She's like 21. Young. She has a full album, one full album out that's very good. This is like a single, not on that album. This just came out like a couple weeks ago. She's very cute. She is, and she's not really. I don't. I mean, to say she's not famous is incorrect, but she hasn't. She hasn't hit it. I don't think she's broken through or anything. I don't know if she will, but I think she's very good. I dig it. Yeah, this is dope. Let's listen to this chorus one more time, because you gotta you gotta feel this pop. It There's is, like a pop punk sense. It is very much it. the uh, right. Doesn't it sound like kind of? Kind of. It's something does, about like the chantiness of it. Maybe. It's very much that like modern hip hop of like using the uh, auto tune. Oh yeah, like, like, as an instrument. Yeah. yeah. And all her songs aren't like that. She can she can sing pretty well, but. I don't know. This one in particular just feels like it should be in a teen movie or something. I like the if there's seems like I, I feel like a lot of and some of the hip hop you've played is like it, there seems like there's very little production in terms of like like there she had like three or four different vocal tracks yeah, going and like yeah. I really liked that and I feel like 
whereas opposed to like high school Jay would be like no producers right just give it to me straight where I'm like now I'm just like no I appreciate a good like backing track of like well in in a similar way I was comparing her to Miley but in a similar way of how I like Miley it, it is nice to hear something that like I mean, I don't know if this song will break through or or how famous or popular well, it is, especially it with on this podcast. Know, right? so. But I don't know how popular it will be with young people or it is with young people. But I do know that, like, if you listen to that, it sounds like it's clearly designed to be a hit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they and there are people who worked hard, and I think they did a really good job. I mean, whether or not it becomes a hit to be seen, but it sounds like something that could be played like on the radio for the next year. You know, for sure. And that's a talent. That's an art in itself. You yeah. Know? That's, yeah. Trying to figure out what people like. Right. Is, uh, it's impressive, the people that know how to do it. Right. Like, <laughs> I'm at the point in my life where, uh, yeah. I, yeah we whereas don't. before, I'm like, I specifically don't want to like stuff that other people right. like. Right. Now I totally get it. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, totally on board. <laughs> you like it, I'll like it. Tell me. I don't have time to find new stuff. Yeah. But yeah, that was Doja Cat. The song was Bottom Bitch. All right, Andrew, what you got? So I, I was going to go with uh, Pup, but we already mentioned him. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, Pup is great. huge, yeah. and they're amazing. And I uh, they are the sweetest dudes on the – I met them in Toronto. Really? Um, I met them in Toronto when I was, I was doing some comedy up there, and they – are so fucking cool and the most the kindest people they were like oh we're coming to atlanta in a few they were doing shaky knees uh this was like two years ago they got my wife and i into shaky knees we went and had lunch with them and then they came through a terminal west and where they he like Nestor the bass player messaged me and was like hey you guys want tickets my fucking fucking my premature son they sent a care package to him. Oh my god! With Your like buddy is with Pop. Yeah, Holy and, shit. and so and like we got into the show at Variety. Um, I mean, I I already had tickets, but they were like, "Oh, dude, dude we got you." And we went and hung out with them. They're so good. That's um, awesome. Man. And so, but everybody knows Pup now. So yeah. uh, a band that I recently got into. I was out in Austin, Texas, uh, doing a comedy festival, and a guy named Mike Weeby uh, from a band called the Riverboat Gamblers. Um, he has a new project, a newish project in the past few years called Dracula's, uh, with a K. And, uh, I want to, I want to give them a shout out. This song's called Fashion Forward. And so I've been really into it for like the past, I went out to Austin like four weeks ago. So this is, this is Dracula's. Hell yeah. What's the guy's name from King of Kong? Steve Weeby. Steve Weeby. Steve Weeby. Yeah. <laughs> I love those vocals. Yeah. Cool. Sounds like new wave. And they, they like kind of like, they kind of all dress up. Yeah. Oh, bit, you fuck know? yeah, that's so uh, cool. I mean, also check out Riverboat Gamblers. They're just some like fun punk, but yeah. Dracula is with a K. Is that how they dress like when they play shows? Yeah. Yeah, so they're going for like a new wave, at yeah, least vibe. I yeah, mean, the music is still It's funky, super though. fun, man. I'm like super into it. That's way dope. Yeah, this is cool. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, 
So it's, it's the same lead singer as... Uh, yeah, Riverboat Gamblers, yeah. I find more music on this podcast yeah. from now. From they definitely the sound different than Riverboat yeah. Gamblers, but like Riverboat Gamblers is fucking great. Like I was, uh, we were doing comedy at Fest, um, and I was gonna ask if you did the Fest because yeah. you were talking about like Jacksonville. Yeah, so friends. I've done Fest like four times. I haven't done it the past two years, um, but uh, I met Mike um, at Fest, and they're like, "Oh yeah, he's the guy from Riverboat Gamblers." Like, "Oh, that's cool. He does comedy." And then I hadn't talked to him or seen him for like a couple years and I was in Austin just a few weeks ago and he was on the shows and we hung out oh, for a little bit. Yeah. He's a super cool dude and the band is just great. I'm always jealous of people that are good at music and <laughs> yeah, comedy. Right? It's like, yeah, it's like I did comedy because I wasn't <laughs> great at music. How come you're good at both? That's not fair. Yeah, that's dope. I yeah. like it. You guys both picked really great songs, and mine, I, I need you to tell me if this is good or not. Oh, I love this. Okay. <laughs> it's been stuck in my head, and here's the thing. And uh, okay, I played Benny Blanco. <laughs> that's two true. Weeks ago. You, you, that yeah. wasn't your best pick. Um, <laughs> but so it's fun. this is, and it's related to my high school iPod because uh, it, Jimmy World, one of my favorite high school bands and still very much like they put a new album out and the album overall is still very like it's very true to jimmy world and their sound and totally. you could definitely tell it was them they put this there's one song on the album that is very different from jimmy world and they made a music video i was telling you about it they yeah. made this very weird music video um but this the song for it is been stuck in my head. Dude, dude. (laughs) I just pulled up a thumbnail of the video (laughs) and it is three people. I don't know if they're men or women dressed up like very sci-fi. Yeah. Is that the band? Ooh, I see a little film. All right. So we're going to, you're going to, Andrew, you're, we're going to watch the video and listen to the song. Cause I want you guys, cause you're familiar, Jimmy world, the middle sweetness, clarity, bleed American. Okay. And, but this is just a thing of just it. Like actually this song, this song's called five, 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 but Jimmy world. Tell me if this is good or not. It just is. So I'm so intrigued by it because it's I didn't expect this at all from this band ever but I think I like the song I like the use of uh, film grain in this yeah it almost looks like a hellraiser or like a like that lead singer looks terrible (laughs) is that him yeah that's him okay so he's wearing no is it really I think he's it's wearing oh, crazy I... goth makeup and like weird he looks like Edward it's, Scissorhands it's very horror movie cyborg yeah, he's got like he meets a... Andy Warhol yeah <laughs> I gotta say song in video not matching up no. at all right no but those like backup vocals are very like late 80s early 90s I don't like that. I'm not crazy about that. You like it? The song or the video? The song. I like this video. Really, I'm opposite. I'm, a, I'm on board with the song. Video. <laughs> I could have I could have gone my whole life and never seen this. 
It's weird that he's singing at camera the whole time. Oh, yeah. Sure, though, right? It's very strange. He's sitting in, like, a Star Trek, like, yeah, captain's not, chair. He's not moving, which is very strange. Oh, uh, just, just wait. sitting down, singing at camera. But who said yes to this? Was like, this is, this is what I want the band to do. But, like, I'm telling you, if you listen to... I like these guys. <laughs> if you... Okay, that was good. The PowerPoint... That was good. So maybe Look it's a joke. Maybe this is... I don't know. You guys, this is what's been, like... I don't know if this is a joke or not. I've been thinking about this for a long time. So this mystery has eclipsed the mystery of the Blink-182 kids doing Fortnite dance yes. song video. Okay, but is listen, this going to be a thing now? Like weird mystery. The guitar part here. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, it reminds me of. Uh, very tears for it fears. It reminds me of or... the scene in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure where they're in the future. Uh-huh. And, uh, <laughs> the late great Clarence Clemens yeah. uh, is like sitting on the throne, and they're they're like, "What music is this?" And he's like, "It's Wild Stallions. It's you guys." Uh, this is freaking me out. The video is a little Bill and Ted esque. For sure, right? Like, I don't... Yeah. I don't, I, like, I think production value is low on purpose. <laughs> I, guys in the background. I, I just think they kind of missed the mark with him just sitting in the chair and most... Like, most of the video is just him sitting in a chair singing at camera. But... And that's lame. It, like, and it doesn't seem to be intentional. All this, like, shit is cool and it's also probably intentionally kind of bad and I'm on board for that. It's... But they're just not doing enough with it. It's like they didn't commit enough. Yeah. That would be my guess. Huh. It's, man, it's so weird to me because I, like, if you play Sweetness, I get hyped. I love that song. Nothing about this hypes me up. No. It's very The song's kind of lame, though, to me. I mean, I, I like what it's trying to do, but... His voice isn't great for it, I guess, maybe, too. It's I mean, just a little I've, boring. I love his voice, but yeah, I don't know if it's right for this song. For this kind of song, because there's no real texture to it. It's just sort of like a pretty mm. voice. But, like, I'm telling you, if you... The new that album's called... fucking weird. The new album's called Surviving, <laughs> and if you put on the first track of Surviving, you're like, oh, yeah, this is Jimmy World. Like, it's fucking Les Paul guitars yeah. and, like, yeah. Mesa Boogie amps the way God intended them to be played through. <laughs> Like it's very, because I I heard that song and I was like, whoa, they changed. They're yeah. not the same band. They are. There's just that one song that they decided to be very strange. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, anyways, thanks you guys for listening to now. That's what I call music. Uh, Andrew, thanks for being on our podcast. Thank you so much. Man. It was so much fun. This was this was a blast. You're welcome to come back. Anytime. Would love to. Um, you're going to do a Power Hour episode. Yes, 100%. Um, and yeah, uh, this is the, the time where we open up the floor. If you'd like to plug anything. Yeah, so I'm an Atlanta stand-up comedian. Uh, I run a show called Wonder Comedy uh, that happens uh, generally the third Friday of the month. It kind of depends on uh, some scheduling stuff. Uh, but like Wonder Comedy on Facebook and come check it out. Uh, it's $7 and it's a BYOB show. It currently happens nice. at Generator City which is right beneath the telephone lofts uh, right off the belt line. Uh, It's super fun. And yeah, it's the cheapest night of comedy in Atlanta. Like $7 and you can bring a six pack. It's pretty tight. That's fucking great. Yeah, so come check that out. Uh, If you want to look at other shows that I do in the city, 
My Instagram's the place to go, at Andrew J. Michael. It's a lot of show promos, but mostly it's pictures of my son because he's adorable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Andrew is super duper funny, like Thank I you. said at the beginning. Uh, if, if you have the chance to see him, you absolutely should. Uh, Muhammad, you got anything you want to talk about? Uh, so I directed a music video for the wonderful comedy indie rock band. Is that how you guys would describe yourselves? Sure. Marcus. Yeah. Uh, it's called Monsters. It's out now. You can check that out on uh, Marcus's fa- uh, YouTube page, uh, but you can also see it at kittywing.com, which is my production site page. Uh, you can also watch the entire video in segments on my Instagram at hammycakes. Uh, follow me there. Follow the show at my high school iPod. That's all your stuff. You did. Oh, check did. out. Oh no, I can't plug that yet. Oh, uh, don't worry about it. No, I'll tell you. I was that. gonna say you did uh, uh, such an amazing job on that. Thank video. you, buddy. And, uh, you we... did too. It's actually a really fun, funny video. And if you guys like this podcast, you'll like it. So check it out. Yes, please do. Um, the theme song uh, is done by Marcus. You can find us on Instagram at we underscore r underscore Marcus. And please, yeah, watch the video. Uh, I think you guys will like it. Uh, Thank you so, 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 so very much for listening to our podcast um, and making it this far. Um, Tell some friends if you like it. Spread the word. Uh, Leave leave a review for us on uh, Apple Podcasts. It's not called iTunes anymore. Oh, yeah. iTunes is dead. but yeah, uh, you guys are the best. Uh, be kind to people. Um, nah. And no, we're promoting kindness. We nah, talked some about people this. Don't deserve to be kind. We talked about this in the pre-production meeting that we had <laughs> that lasted a long time. Um, until next time, I don't have anything else to talk about. I don't think. Yeah, just watch that Marcus video, please. Yeah, just watch that Marcus video, please. And and uh, yeah, and I hope you like it. Uh, until. Next time, for Jay Howell, that's me. For Muhammad Joma, that's me. And for Andrew Michael, hey, that's me. Uh, we're going to tell you, make a playlist. Throw that shit on shuffle. And Pop in those earbuds. Get out there and, and change the world. Change the world. Change the world. <laughs>